Today on Locked On Rockies, celebrating a milestone moment for the pod with Top Rockies Moments. You are Locked On Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Rock on Rockies fans, welcome into the Locked On Rockies podcast for today, the 27th day of September in the year 2022, the 500th episode of the Locked On Rockies podcast. We are proud to be your first listen of the day, and we are proud to be free and streaming on your favorite streaming service as we bring you your team every single day right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. And if your team is the Colorado Rockies, well, guess what? You are in the right place because that's what we do here on the Locked On Rockies podcast. We talk about the Colorado Rockies each and every single day. And today on Locked On Rockies, we are got a big milestone we're celebrating today, 500 episodes of the pod. So I wanted to go down and count down my top five Rockies moments that I've experienced. So obviously this is completely subjective. This is just my list of, of, of fandom stuff. So I've followed the Rockies and been around my whole life. But just kind of a disclaimer for some people, I was very young when the team first started, as in a baby, a very small child. So Early Rocky stuff is important to me as a Rockies fan, but not necessarily what I might focus. So you might kind of sit there and be like, well, where are the Bombers? Mind you, let me put you, Larry Walker was my first ever favorite professional athlete of all time. Uh, I had a red bat. I wear 33. 33 is my favorite number because of Larry, as you can see. I'm so bad at pointing right there uh, behind me there with my Luigi Mansioneers jersey. Uh, 33 plays a huge role in my life. But but for these ones, we are kind of focusing on stuff that I've been a part of. So a lot of it, you know, your your stuff that will come later on. And we're going to start number five here with kind of an interesting one that's a little bit out there. And um, it's not a moment specifically, but it's an opportunity that I was given in my life and something that is really special to me as someone who's moved away from Colorado and hasn't unfortunately really been able to go back and hasn't seen a game at Coors Field since before the pandemic at this point. Um, I was really lucky growing up to be part of a season ticket package. And so why it's number five was meant that every summer growing up, I could guarantee that I was going to see the Colorado Rockies at Coors Field, not just once. It wasn't just a one trip that a lot of families, I'm sure, out there. It was just the one trip, the one day at the ballpark that was a really big deal uh, for, for the family. No, I was, I was lucky enough that uh, my family, along with some other families, split a season ticket package. And up until I left for college, uh, I was going to at least five, six. Uh, I think I was going, I think I got to double digits, maybe or close to double digits a couple of years as well going to Coors Field and going and and following and seeing the Rockies has been ingrained in every part of my life whether it be my dad picking me up from school so we can go and check out some of the uh, the games during there and going to go to the coldest postseason game of all time my dad and I got to go and uh, see that Phillies game where they played the the Rockies and the Phillies got to play and we even got to sit on the suite level and got to check that out I remember getting to, I remember getting access and having tickets to when the Red Sox were coming into town for the first time. And my family, uh, I have family on the East Coast, so so seeing the Red Sox in Colorado was a big, big deal. So my number five memory is just 
the uh, the the luckiness that I had that was uh, growing up as part of a season ticket package. I got to see great Rockies teams. I got to see so many great Rockies players. I got to see big Rockies moments. And it was awesome. It was something that, uh, it was just such a, 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 something that, especially now I look back on, it was special that I got to be, uh, I was able to count on being able to go down to the ballpark and experience professional live baseball a bunch of times throughout the year. And then sometimes my dad and my parents would trust me to go by myself with the tickets. It would be kind of some of the first stuff I got to do on my own as well was heading to the ballpark. Very, very cool stuff. Let's go to number four. And of course, howdy to Joel there in the live chat. Joel, feel free to drop in some of your favorite Rockies memories as well. Uh, Number four are a couple of important cycles. And there's two cycles that I focus on in particular. Um, Actually, did I mean, there's three really, uh, if, if I... If I recall correctly, I can't remember. Uh, Yeah, there's three cycles that are my favorite Rockies moments. And all three of them come from three Rockies players that are, for me, are foundational Rockies players. Arguably three of the most important position players that I've gotten to see through my time as a Rockies fan. And my my, uh, number four are the cycles from Nolan, from Tulo, and from Cargo, with Cargo's might be my favorite. Nolan's was awesome, too, because the Rockies were also, uh, you know, that that was the the season there where uh, the Rockies were playing some good ball. And but to see your to see basically your favorites, the 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 faces of the franchise there. Um, of course, it's, uh, you know, now Nolan has his uh, his two cycles there but uh anyway just to know just to when it comes up to see where the 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 rockies were were at with nolan's especially with uh you know with the with way the rockies ended up in 2017 and 2018 that was just such a monumental moment the rockies came back and you could just count on a guy like nolan to do it and then with Cargo, it's just watching Cargo play offense. It was just, man, I, the one the sweetest swing. We did a whole pod dedicated to Carlos Gonzalez, and it, and it won't be the last time we talk more about how great Carlos Gonzalez was because these three players, and of course Tulo, five for five uh, with his cycle there in 2009 uh, where the Rockies again you see where these cycles happen for the Rockies, 2009, 2017. I don't think Cargos came in a play uh, playoff uh, playoff year, but let me double check. Um, but 2009, the Rockies are in the playoffs, and 2017, the Rockies are in the playoffs, and these are monumental moments for the Rockies and and what was so big about Nolan's and I know I and I'm, I'm not trying to keep bringing it up as I always do but that was that was, it was this Nolan was emerging and fully breaking out and bursting into the scene as one of the best players in baseball one of the arguably top five players in baseball he continues to be one of the best players in baseball and he was a Rocky he was a Colorado Rocky. I mean, and 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 he did it on Father's Day, and I mean, just all of the emotions there. And and man, t- Nolan's is probably my favorite cycle out of out of out of all of those. But 
just big moments from big players. And it just showed how big and how important some of these players were for the Rockies. And just to show that the Rockies had big names, big superstar names that would that were going out and doing crazy things. Obviously, in that list, you might think Cargo was a on a, a below theirs. It was, man, it was absolutely just these players getting to watch them and with when the Rockies have special players and this season's a prime example to kind of compare it to the Rockies didn't really have anyone special on the team this year. There was no one that you, that you really felt was able to break the game at any moment in time. Carlos Gonzalez, Nolan Arenado and Troy Tulowitzki are three players that would do that, that, that could absolutely go for it, go forth and give you a, uh, a, 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 they were the ones that were, that were ready to go. They were the ones that were, that were just the force, the dominant force. And Joel puts up another, uh, a good, a, a good point there Tulo's unassisted triple play. Awesome. Awesome moment. And, and again, I, I think we're getting in prime time to be looking back at Tulo and saying, now that we got Tovar coming up and, and, and we, we with story, we just had it. Man, we get to look back at Rocky shortstops for a good chunk of time, and it could be something super, super special. Nicholas Duvall say here in the chat says, "My favorite moment was watching Larry Walker. I remember throwing him, him throwing out a guy at home from the fence. That guy had a cannon for an arm, and watching Dante and his homers. Absolutely, the, the Blake Street Bombers in the early in the '90s with the Rockies, tons of fun." Lots of energy, and Larry Walker is the exact type of ball player. You listen to the interviews, you listen to him now. That's the type of ball player I would have wanted to be and wanted to be as a kid growing up. And man, the Bombers were a ton of fun. Let's keep going down the list here of my top five Rockies moments here. But before we do that, got to tell you about our friends at Bet Online. BetOnline.net, that's BetOnline.net, is your number one source for football betting info this season. It's not only your number one source for footing, football betting this uh, this season. They got all the Major League Baseball action going on throughout the rest of the season. If you want to see what some of the props and odds are going on with the Rockies, you can head over to betonline.net. Plenty of baseball action still, but remember, football, all the rage right now for some folks. And you can get in on the action there at betonline.net. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game you can find. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sport wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including MLB, major uh, MMA, boxing, and golf, head to BetOnline.net or use your mobile device to learn more. And that's at BetOnline. That's BetOnline.net. BetOnline, where the game starts. Uh, Joel says Tulo is a coach for the Texas Longhorns now. I hope we get to see him in our coach system one day. That would be very cool. The Rockies are all about that. Uh, and uh, we'll see if that happens. And Joel, you, you give a good tease to number three. Ubaldo Jimenez is no hitter. That was a really special moment for the Rockies. And cemented Ubaldo Jimenez is one of the greatest Rockies pitchers of all time. And that was on a, on a moment where he was... Really, really going to uh, to to be something special. Uh, that was in 2010. So the year after the Rockies make the playoffs, they turn to Ubaldo Jimenez, and he goes out on the road and does it. Something that the Rockies 
have not seen for the first time in uh in in ever <laughs> and and it's and it's exactly the picture that deserved it too for the rockies that moment ubaldo Jimenez was finally then there were a couple there but ubaldo Jimenez said i am a good pitcher at course field uh that is the 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 year where ubaldo Jimenez showed that you can be one of the best pitchers in baseball and pitch at one of the most difficult places to do so. In 2010, it was his all-star year, as you mentioned, that he came third in the Cy Young that year. He dominated that year. 214 strikeouts from Ubaldo Jimenez. I mean, that is an absolutely incredible season from Ubaldo. And uh, I know you, it seems like he wasn't able to recapture that as much, uh, especially considering the fact that uh, 2010 was his last full season with the Rockies. But he finishes with an 11-year career. He's uh, someone that uh, really was great there with the Rockies. A few great years there, especially that, 2020, uh, that 2010 year, of course, all-star started the year off like he had some crazy start to the year that that he was so dominant before Ubaldo Jimenez's no-hitter comes in at number three number two and I'm gonna have to before we get to number two I think I have I have moved something to outside looking in it's number six if I had to say and if I wasn't a cheese ball at the top I could you could say it's number five but an outside looking in or a number five, switch it out with my cheesy sentimentalness was Todd Helton's final home game and the home run that he hit. It was so cool. I was in college. I had left. I was starting to feel the, 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 the first impacts of being away. I was knowing, you know, of, of, of that, what it was, but there was something that was still there and it was Todd Helton. And man, when he steps up, and I'm the whole crowd, every, the rock, a Rockies player. And this was obvious, you know, when this is happening, Todd or Larry Walker fighting to get into the hall of fame, uh, still, I, I believe still during this time, an entire, the, the eye of a nation, you hear it from other teams in the national league West, Todd Helton was finally getting the recognition that he deserved. He never really asked for a lot of it. You didn't, you never really expected Todd to be in the spotlight, but he finally has it shown directly on him. Mr. Rocky, 17 years of playing baseball with the Colorado Rockies, playing at Coors Field, doing it all for the Colorado Rockies. He hits that home run and it doesn't matter. The Rockies got crushed that game. The Red Sox were all over, but it doesn't matter. Some people will say grooved pitch, blah, 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 but it doesn't matter. Rockies fans got to send off their favorite player of all time, Todd Helton. And, I, you know, there might be some more. But Mr. Rocky, the guy, they got to send him off with a classic Todd Helton ripping a pitch into right field. And then the whole place absolutely erupts. I sprinted down and up my dorm room hallway. Just such a monumental moment for Rockies fans to be able to send off one of the greatest players in franchise history uh, with, with that moment. Again, and, and he goes and he hits, he almost hits another one later that game. I, the emo, that was, that was for me, the moment like, like when you, when your whole kind of fandom changes, when your whole perception your view of what the Rockies are something that I could count on basically my entire Rockies life and Rockies fandom was 
Who's going to play first base for the Rockies? Well, you know who's going to play first base for the Rockies. You know you're going to watch Todd Helton go out there, and you're going to have him hammer and, 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 and knock things off and knock things off. So Todd Helton's final uh, home game there, final uh, home run, gets the number five slash honorable mention, depending on how you want to go. We're, we're pretty easy with the, with the lists. Thank you for the congratulations there, Eric Harper, and thank you for tuning in as always. We appreciate it. We're now down to the top two of my Rockies memories, if we're going back. So tied for fifth is growing up a season, uh, as part of a season ticket holder and getting to go to Rockies games every summer slash Todd Helton's final home game and that home run he hit there at Coors Field. Number four, the cycles of Nolan Arenado, Trevor, uh, not Trevor Story, we wish Trevor Story, Nolan Arenado, Carlos Gonzalez, and Troy Tulowitzki. Number three, being Ubaldo Jimenez's no-hitter. And number two, 2017, 2018, but specifically 2018, making the playoffs in back-to-back years, the Rockies arrived. And it was it's it's always going to be painful for me because I believe that right we could be still experiencing a golden era of Rockies baseball. I do believe if the team went different directions, kept with some of the players they went with, went in different directions and got different players, the Colorado Rockies would still be a content uh, would be uh, looking to make the playoffs for hopefully what would be their fifth straight year. I did believe that the Rockies in 2017, upon making the, even though they lost in Arizona, they had made the first step. And then they go and they make the playoffs with the wild card again, falling just short behind the Dodgers for their first division. They win the wild card game. Tony Walters' single will be, is, or double, whatever it was. It was, it was a single that I think he turned in, is a part of this. Rockies in the playoffs, the, and you'll see what I think you can guess what my, my number one uh, moment will be, but playoff baseball for the Rockies is so special because we haven't gotten a lot of it. We've gotten brief moments of it. We've gotten one season of it before long prolongs of, of in between. We've gotten a, a, a couple of, of things here and there. But this was the first time that you could sit there and say as Rockies fans going into those seasons, going into the offseason, and even the way 2019 started, if 2019 wasn't such an epic collapse, the Rockies, it was making sense. The Rockies were making the right moves. The Rockies had the right pieces. The Rockies had pitchers. The Rockies had position players. And then they just, they, they didn't commit to it. They hit the eject button and they move on. That's not what we're talking about. But the Rockies for two years put themselves in position in one of the tougher divisions in baseball and said, we're here, we are ready to play, and we are headlined by some of the mo- by the most exciting infield in baseball. I, there is no one out there that can sit there and tell me that there was an infield that was more exciting or more entertaining to watch than Nolan, Trevor, DJ, and Todd for what was it? What did, when did Todd Elton retire? But, you know, I know it was Ian Desmond and, uh, and Daniel Murphy for those playoff years. It wasn't Todd Elton. I'm, I, I had Todd Elton still on the brain. First base to aside, I, 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 I just think that that was, I mean, whoa. That was the Rockies infield on, on top of the fact that I just a little spittle there kind of gross, but on top of the fact that this was a Rockies team that had pitchers that were pitching well at Coors field, they made moves and they were getting some of, you know, they, they did have some, they, they were winning close games. They were going out there and, 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 and being a winning competitive baseball team. 
This was it. The Rockies had finally arrived at the point where they could have been the talk of the NL West. Should have been the talk of the NL West. People were projecting the Rockies to win the NL West after this. We all know what's happened since, but we never can shy away from how great to the making the playoffs in back-to-back years was, how great the team was in 2018, and what could have been in 2019. Now, leading up to my number one, Rockies moment. We'll get to that in just a second. Joel DeGrace says, Chuck's entire 2017 season is a highlight for me. Oh, 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 boy, Charlie Blackman in 2017. That is a great call, man. That, and that, just something that adds to how cool that season was with the Rockies that year. Uh, highlighted by the fact that the Rockies, you know, you you've, you had Charlie Blackman who cemented himself as, as a wonderful, wonderful Rocky, uh, you know, Back to back, he's in the back to back MVP votes there in 2016. He gets, uh, he's 26th and he's a silver slugger. Charlie Blackman finishes fifth in MVP voting with a batting average of 331. He drew 65 walks. He had 37 home runs, 14 triples, 13, or 35 doubles, part of his 213 hits. His OBP was 399. His slugging 601. His OPS was 1,000. OPS plus of 141. Charlie Blackman's 2017 season. Special, special, special for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, number one, though. And it's and and this encompasses everything. What put what made the Rockies cool, what made the Rockies something I never wanted I that that reiterated that, that completely revigorated and re-cemented how much I love this team, Rock Tober. Rocktober is a is a criminally underrated sports story. The fact that there isn't more uh, talk about Rocktober as uh, what the Rockies did to get to the World Series. And yes, they were swept away from a better Red Sox team. Sure, whatever. But this was a team that did everything. This was a team that hit a home run off of a pitcher that had held them hitless the entire time. This was a team that swept their way as the wild card. This is a team that won 11 of 12 games to get into the playoffs. 2007 will be, in Rocktober, will be one of the greatest sports experiences I will ever have in my entire life. And only will be overshadowed by a Rockies World Series win. Rocktober is more important to me, and 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 I'm I will I say this honestly, folks. Rocktober is more important to me than the Avalanche Stanley Cup wins, than the Broncos Super Bowl wins, than the Nuggets having a back-to-back MVP. Nothing is more important to me as a sports fan than success from the Colorado Rockies. And the Rockies did the improbable in 2007. They did something that no one has usually, could, could ever have predicted, no one ever saw, and is something that is criminally underappreciated in the eyes of big mainstream sports stories. The 2007 Colorado Rockies had no business not only making the playoffs, but no business sweeping their way to the World Series. They, I watched, I watched playoff games in class. They canceled homework. Every single person, whether you cared about baseball or not, in 2007 was talking about the Colorado Rockies. It was something that was so special, so unique, and something that I don't know if we'll ever experience again until a magical rise to the World Series and a World Series win can ever outshadow the fact that the Rockies were awesome. 
They, I mean, they're Rocktober. Every time I say Rocktober, it gives me goosebumps. We did a pod talking about Todd Helton's home run. It's, there's no moment that speaks to you as, at least for me, as a Rockies fan, more than Rocktober. That entire two-month stretch of the Rockies, the improbable Rockies, the Rockies finally being the one on the other side of the good side of the good bounces, the good storyline, the excitement, headlined by players that deserve to be showed off on the national stage in Todd Helton and Troy Tulowitzki and Matt Holiday. Game 163 is one of the greatest baseball games of all time. I was and I know that might be Homer Homer there, but on the list of greatest baseball games of all time, you cannot not have Rockies Padres for game 163. That game went back and forth. That game had controversy. That game had every single thing that you could have needed for that to be the big spark that led to the Rockies getting the World Series. Game 163 is the greatest game in Colorado Rockies history. There is no way about it. There is no uh, Tony Walters maybe getting the Rockies there and, and, or some of these other games, but there is no game better in Colorado Rockies history than game 163 against the Padres. And Joel, you're absolutely right. It stressed everyone the hell out. But that's what it is. That's good baseball, important baseball, meaningful baseball. It it, it carries such an impact because you follow a whole season. hundred. The Rockies season wasn't settled, and it, and it happened again in 2018. Why 2018 was so exciting too, and it's a bummer it didn't go this way. But the Rockies were in it till more than the season. They needed a little extra season before the postseason, and the Rockies were in the conversation. Something that we don't we can't say right now, and who knows when we will get to say that again. So in summary, my top five favorite Rockies moments, Todd Elton's final home game slash growing up as part of a season ticket package. Number four, cycles from Nolan Arenado and Carlos Gonzalez, Troy Tulowitzki. Number three, Ubaldo Jimenez's no-hitter. Number two, back-to-back playoff appearances in 2018 and uh, 17 and 18. And number one rocktober but one of my also favorite rockies memories has been starting uh, been uh, asked to take over this podcast and then and being able to be doing this with you i haven't been the host for all 500 episodes of locked on rockies but i've been a host for a good chunk of them and you all have been super awesome here thank you to rocks hot takes joel de grace and uh nicholas duvall and eric harper for popping into the uh in the live chat and you're right at rocks hot takes it is hard to believe the Momfords have been the, uh, the owner in 2007. Hard to believe the Momfords were in charge in 18 and 17 as well uh, when it comes to, to this team. But, folks, thank you so much for making Lockdown Rockies your first listen of the day or whenever you listen to us. Seriously, it means the world to me. Uh, this show is basically, you know, I got some support from the podcast network, but this is produced, it's hosted, it's edited, all done by me, and I do it for the Rockies fans here because I love this baseball team. Just as much as you all out there who love this baseball team as well. And I thank you for uh, joining us for 500 episodes of Locked on Rockies. Now that you made us your first listen of the day, why don't you go check out Locked on MLB or stay up to date with all things Colorado sports with the Locked on Podcast Network, Locked on Broncos, Locked on Nuggets, Locked on Avalanche. 
all there going to take care of you subscribe to locked on rocky so you can be part of the live chat like our live chat was today popping off with all of our awesome rockies fans here and uh, don't worry folks we'll be talking rockies all off season long here but we'll be getting ready for rockies giants tonight and throughout the uh, rest of the season as well with the dodgers and uh, we'll enjoy this last little stretch of rockies baseball but until next time folks this is paul holden saying so long from the locked on rockies podcast